Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. And uh, if you're thinking to yourself, yo, this nigga released three episodes this week. Why is he doing a fourth? Well, I'd be more than happy to explain this to you. Um, The email portion is very, very important to me because that's my way of interacting with the people that are actually listening to me. Um... There's no reason to where I should just be talking to you guys for hours and hours on end. And I'm not receptive to the things you might want to express to me or questions you might have for me. Uh, This is why I dedicate half an hour to an hour a week just to make sure I read all these emails. Now, the reason why I'm doing a 3.4 is because the emails are increasing. Uh, They're coming in droves. I'm not going to lie to you. So just to ensure I can get to everybody, I might have to break it down into two sections. You know what I'm saying? 3.3 is the email, and 3.4 is going to be the email. And that's how we're going to do it. Uh, later on in the episode, I'm going to give some shout-outs. Uh, I asked everybody who would like a shout-out uh, on my Twitter. My Twitter handle is the OG Black Man. And um, if you didn't respond to me in a timely manner, yeah, snooze, yeah, lose. You got to be quicker than that. You understand? But with all that being said, I hope everybody's enjoying their week so far. Uh, today is Thursday. Um, hump day was yesterday. Hopefully you guys got some fellatio. Maybe partook in some consensual sexual activity. You know what I mean? Shout out to you if you was able to engage in such. And I'm going to get to these emails. Um, I want to say on 3.3 or on 3.2. It's escaping me. Uh, I asked you guys to put in a subject line, uncertainty. Uh, just to highlight some things I was speaking about in a particular episode. I'm not going to talk about what I was talking about in a particular episode because I need you to listen. So if you didn't hear it already, go back to 3.3 or 3.2 and uh, be abreast about what I'm speaking about. With that being said, I'm going to go to the first email that's titled Uncertainty. And then I'm going to get to some other emails as well. Uh, let's get it going. Here we go. This is uncertainty with an ellipsis. Three dots, if you don't know what an ellipsis is by now. I'm just here to teach everybody. Your brother, Reek. Congrats on the new show. I've been listening since the early days of He-Man When We Hit His Club. And look forward to your continued success. On to the subject. My name is, let's say, Jamal. I look similar to you. I'm sorry. I similar to you. I'm on the precipice of turning 30. I have a seven-year-old daughter with a Latina co-parent. All right, uh, you're a brave soul. But from my understanding, if you look into a mirror and say, suavemente three times, a Spanish woman will be pregnant. So I don't know if you actually went the fucking Beetlejuice route or if you actually had sex with a Latina woman. But shout out to you either way and shout out to your daughter. I'm sure that she's fucking splendid. Anywho, I spent nine years in college. What the fuck is what? Nine years in college, nigga. Nine years? So wait. So your associates is two years. Your bachelor's is four years. Your master's is six years. Uh, Your doctorate is eight years. And you spent nine? What the fuck was you doing, son? I mean, was you one of them niggas that was, um, what the fuck is that, Animal House? Or, uh, or old school? Like Will Ferrell when this nigga was like 48 years old still dormant on campus? How the fuck you go to college for nine years? You know what? This is a very long email. And I'm uh, 
I'm deviating from the email. My apologies to you. Let's say, Jamal, I'm going to continue with the email. I spent nine years in college earning an art degree that I realized after the fact I didn't need to attain the goals I initially wanted. In fact, I only wasted the time I could have spent towards set goals. Things have changed from that trajectory, though. Financially, I found myself in a rut, and as a father, I cannot continue my ways of minimal provisions for my little girl. All right, shout out to you. Uh, Self-consciousness is definitely the way to fucking be in this world. Up until three months ago, I lived in Florida. Yes, I was a Florida man. Uh, Shout out to you and shout out to my father. Hopefully he wasn't selling Reggie's in in the 1980s like he was. I recently moved to Detroit to live with my cousin in order to make that bread, which which is in scarcity in the swamp and beach lands of Florida. Being away from my daughter has brought me a lot of grace, but I have already found a decent job and plan on buying property within the next year. Okay, 100%. To my understanding, in Detroit, uh, houses are $17, so you definitely should get while well, the getting's good. Even though I have a sound plan, I find myself still in a flog. I am very close with my daughter and still video chat with her multiple times a week to read with her. Third grade reading level in first grade. Shout out to her. Your daughter's a genius. Okay. All that goddamn... Time in college, maybe through osmosis, really bled into her cerebrum. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. I feel at a loss without her. Be, I feel at a loss without her by my side, and I'm fearful of the Latina ways she is learning from my mother without my guidance. Oh, nah, you gotta get back, bro. You gotta, nah, son. I don't give a fuck if you gotta be on some rainbow shit and parachute out the sky. You gotta fucking give her that black sauce, son. On some Latina shit, she's going to be crazy by the time she's in 5th grade. And by the se- by the time she's in 7th grade, she's going to have a boyfriend. And then by the 12th grade, she's going to be a mother of two. You have to fucking, you have to step in, bro. You have to. Now, I mean, we got to do it for the little girl, man. We got to do it for the children. Other than that, my future still relies on me being able to adapt to this northern city. Shit that I am not used to. Winter is coming. This will be my first winter. Oh, you don't even know what snow looks like. Is You're from fucking Florida. Okay. I don't know how to winter and I don't know how to navigate through the corporate office world that I dove into in order to make at least a ditch effort to turn my life around. I apologize if this email is all over the place. Episode 3.3 really had a spot with me. Uh, This email is already long, so I'll end it here. As like my life, I'm unsure where it's going. Shout out to all the black fathers doing their best. Keep up the good work, brother Jamal. All right. So... Uh, if you listen to that email, I'll let the cat out the bag if you didn't listen to me earlier. Uh, I'm uncertain where my life is going, everybody. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of fog. Um, and as I'm trying to navigate what my path is going to be, I asked a few of the listeners to uh, title an email by the name of uncertainty and just share with me uh, how uncertain they're about in their lives as well. So we can really get together and um, figure this shit out as a family. And... Jamal, I know I was being comedic through the uh, episode, but I, I really commend you, man. Like, for real. Uh, you're no different than someone who's in the NBA or NFL. And uh, you got to spend weeks and weeks away from your family for the greater good. Now, I mean, you identified that there wasn't a lot of money in Florida. You identified there wasn't a lot of opportunity in Florida. You as already told me that nine years of your life already went down the drain via college. So I can only imagine the amount of debt that you're in. So you was like, you know, I got to take a leap of faith for my daughter, for myself and for my life. I need to go to Detroit and really figure this shit out. And the fact that it's even working for you and the fact that you're even going to have the opportunity to buy property within the year. uh, I'm not too sure if 
don't, I'm not too sure what the relationship is with the mother of your child. I don't know if you guys are on some long distance shit and you approached uh, the mother as an adult like, yo, look, somebody got to make some moves between the both of us, man. Our daughter's only getting older. I got to dip. You got to hold it down. Within a year, you're going to move to Detroit and we're going to start a family. I don't know if that's the case. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't know if you're going to go get the property in Detroit, flip it, go back to Florida, be with your daughter. I really don't know what the plan of attack is. And from my understanding of your email, you're not familiar with the plan of attack either. But what I t- will tell you is similar to me doing a podcast, which is way lower level than you actually moving out of state and abandoning your friends and family to, in order to make a life for yourself. Uh, we're both in a situation to where we're both black, we're both near 30, and we're both tired of the shit being the way that it is. And being proactive and making sure that your life is going to be all right, your daughter's life is going to be all right. I don't know how crazy... I'm saying crazy because she has to be crazy because she's Latina. I don't know how crazy the mother of your child is, but hopefully she's in that uh, lower percent that's actually cool. Because I've met incredible, cool, even cute Latina women that are great conversationalists. And what's so dope, uh, Just I, I'm so impressed by people that are bilingual and they have such a strong command on the English language as well as the, ang- the, the language that... Uh, that they come from, I mean, whether that's Spanish, Portuguese, or whatever have you. So when you just meet these type of women that are just so cool and down to earth, and they're not like so gun ho on shit being their way, and yo know, don't don't play with me and all that type of shit. And hopefully you met one of the cooler uh, Spanish women in your life, and you procreated with her because that would be incredible. You know what I'm saying? But whether she's crazy or not, the fact that you took a leap of faith to make sure that everything's gonna be alright is dope. And um. Yeah, man. Uh, email me back, man. Let me know what's going on. Give me some updates, and I'll share it on the show, and we're going to take it from there. All right. Next email. This is coming from Niani. The last few minutes of your episode 3.3 literally had me in tears at my desk. Everything you said resonated with me. I'm in a place now where I also feel super lost. Shout out to us being lost-ass niggas. There's so many things that I want to do, but it sometimes seems impossible. I'm 27 and started a podcast with my friends. I didn't have the courage to do it alone like you. Uh, I did this shit alone because I'm jaded, not because I'm courageous. But thank you for calling me courageous. I really appreciate that. You are very courageous, and I commend you. Well, thank you. I truly just want to help people, and I know my time will come eventually. To you, Reek, I know that your destiny will start to lay out in front of you. Everything will fall where it needs to fall. Just continue what you're doing and making space for them to fall. I wish you nothing but the best king sent from my iPhone. Uh, <clears throat> the thing about that, Niani, and I appreciate those incredible words of encouragement, is uh, similar to a stand-up comedian, a rapper, whatever have you, just when you're all alone and you're in your room and you're trying to figure everything out, you start saying things to yourself like, yeah, maybe... I'm not supposed to make it. Maybe it's not me. Maybe I'm not one of the special ones. Um, But then, you know what I'm saying, you try to will your way through it like, nah, 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 fuck that, I ain't going out like that. And that's why I continually put out this content. But um, when you hear people talk, people who have made it, uh, in a subtle manner, they always say like, yo, everybody's not going to make it. Everybody's not special. Everybody's not this. Everybody's not that. And I don't know if it's manifest destiny, Uh, As to why the chosen ones are the chosen ones. Or if it's 
incredible marketing. I don't know if it's favor based. I'm not particularly sure, but what I will tell you is that um, as the show progresses, you're gonna see a man that went from recording in his crib uh, and had to buy his own stuff and went so off the deep end to where I refuse to have guests or co-hosts. And if I do ascend in any capacity, uh, I'll have nothing but you guys to thank. You know what I'm saying? You guys are really my inspiration as to why I bought this microphone in the first place. One, I love podcasting. I would do this shit if I had five listeners. But the fact that I've gotten nothing but words of encouragement from all of you guys that I haven't even met, really, um, when I'm sitting in my bed and I'm thinking, am I going to be the person that really breaks through and really puts on for Long Island and for my family and for the regular man, um, I have you guys motivated me to really get this shit done. So to you, Niani, and people like you, uh, I definitely appreciate you, not only for keeping me positive, but also writing in and helping the um, the content portion of the show. With that being said, I have another email. Uncertainty. Fake name Bruce. All right, Bruce, we're going to go with your name is Bruce. Good brother. Love the pod. I totally feel everything you said about the instability of the present while pushing for the future. You know, before I go on, uh, the grammar... <clears throat> of my listeners is fucking stellar i can't even lie to you like you guys are proofreading like this shit is so easy to read because you guys are on speed reading you guys are making sure that this shit is grammatically correct so i don't know if having good grammar actually means that you guys are intelligent but what i will say is due to the fact that i'm not a psychologist or i don't study the human mind or human behavior if being grammatically sound is a portion of being intellectual then you guys are fucking smart as hell because these emails are so easy to read so shout out to y'all for being able to to write man because um yeah this is i haven't fucking come across the email yet that i stumbled through and i've done this shit for about three four weeks now anywho let me start from the beginning love the pod i totally feel everything you said about the instability of the present while pushing for the future Little about me. I'm ex-military. Okay, so you have a charger and you have a fiancé. I know what's going on already. Got out after six years. Didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. Tried the college route. Made good grades, but it wasn't for me. So I fell back on my passion. Cooking. Okay, shout out to you. Graduated from culinary school in 2016. I'm currently working two jobs. One doing dietary meals for hospitals, and other as a banquet chef at a hotel. Ah, it looks like you're fucking killing the game, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. My goal is to open about four different restaurants. Man, you, everybody's calling me courageous, but if you can fucking uh, invest into the restaurant industry, you're definitely more courageous than me, because none of them shits work out. <clears throat> Pardon me for clearing my throat. I'm working jobs that I know I'll one day quit, but not making enough money to be able to put solid cutoff on when i can leave and stay i'm sorry and start my own thing plus there is an added pressure of the struggle of every creative slash artist ellipsis whether your product is good enough to stand on its own don't get me wrong nobody has ever eaten anything i've made and not wanted more but in my mind i don't know if that will be enough to support myself on i have a super supportive black woman in my corner shout out to you and i plan on proposing that in itself, oh sorry, I plan on proposing that in itself is another point of worrying for me. Okay, so if I'm reading this sentence correctly, you plan on pro you plan on promo uh, promoting, you plan on proposing. Do me a favor, say plan on proposing three times fast. That shit is a tongue twister. You plan on proposing to the supportive black woman, but you don't see yourself as 
acquiring enough money from these two jobs to be an adequate husband. Is that what I'm getting from you? Do I have that right? Maybe I do, maybe I don't. Let me continue the email. I know she will thug it out with me if I quit and pursue my dream, but I don't want her to have to. Alright, you you're dealing with what every nigga goes through. You don't want to fucking struggle with your woman. You don't want your woman to see you as looking fucking foul. You know she will hold it down, but you don't want to have to. You don't want her to have to go through that. So I definitely can identify with that, brother. And let me continue this email. Or was I in the email actually? I'll start from um, where I can identify. I know she will thug it out with me, and if I quit and pursue my dream, but I don't want her to have to do that. I plan on proposing soon, but in the back of my mind, something is saying, wait until after I take the full entrepreneurial leap and I achieve. Some store of stability before pulling her into my life of not working for the white man. There we go. Alright, this nigga listens to me. That's the fuck I'm talking about. As I'm typing this, I'm realizing it almost feels like a failure to some degree. Fear that I won't be good enough to do it on my own. Fear I'll propose to this amazing woman and fall flat on my face and lose her. Or wait too long to propose and lose her anyway. I'm getting too lengthy on this email, so I'll end it off here. I appreciate your honesty, good brother. If you're ever in OKC, I got you on the vittles. Peace. Send from my iPhone. I don't know what the fuck vittles are, but you seem to be an outstanding human being. So if I'm ever in Oklahoma City, maybe when this podcast gets off the ground, I will do a live show out there. Uh, I will 100% connect with you. You'll showcase to me this amazing food that you have, as well as fucking vittles, whatever the fuck those are. And we're going to get do it. We're going to get to it the way we get to it. Now, um, this isn't really just me giving advice. This is you guys just sharing your life. But... The woman that's listening to the show, I want you to really listen to me, like for real, because God has given me this gift to be able to explain myself and make it palatable to who I'm talking to. A lot of women really look down at niggas that want to wait too long to ask their woman to propose or feel like they're too prideful and don't want to ask for help. The majority of you women don't know what it's like to be a guy. You don't know what it's like to be told to man up your whole life ever since you were two years old, three years old, four years old, five years old. You don't know what it's like for not only the people around you in your immediate circle, but society placing all these things on you, all this weight. Like, yo, you got to provide. You got to be the man. I'm not going to deal with no man as this isn't that. So this nigga that's working two jobs out of the military, uncertain what the fuck is going to happen. He's really trying to make it happen. He has lofty dreams of being a restaurant owner. He has a supportive black woman, and he's like, yo. I don't want her to see me as less of a husband. I don't want her to see me fucking having to borrow money and fucking not being able to make the rent and really trying to make it happen because the attractiveness in our mind will be squandered if we're not that beacon of strength that we're supposed to be as far as relationships is concerned. And it's laughable when women just want to downplay the emotions of a man for their own personal game. And I feel like that shit is disgusting. And I'm saying we have emotions too. We see you guys as... The end-all be-all. You know what I'm saying? There's no man in this world that wants to look, be frowned upon by his woman. You know what I'm saying? Look down upon by his woman. Uh, not have his woman be proud. You know what I'm saying? When you're talking to your homegirls at brunch and you're like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bruce is just struggling right now. You know what I mean? But we're going to get through it. Now, he has dreams and goals and I'm just trying to support it and hold it down. And fucking have her homegirls be like, mm, okay, girl. Just know. You know what I'm saying? Like, peer pressure matters, yo. 
and we're aware of the peer pressure that women can put onto other women. We're aware of what these IG bitches is saying as far as like only fuck with niggas that only have it together. Know what I'm saying actually fucking with niggas that are unstable, even if it's momentary, shows a lack of decision making as far as the woman is concerned. Know what I'm saying? And if things don't work out, and now you're my wife, and now we're flat broke, now what? Now you married a loser, and now I've um I've let you down. Not only that I let myself down, but I brought you down with me. And that's the fear of a lot of men out here, yo. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not going to tell you what you guys should say or do, but I will give you a window into the mind of a man as far as nobody wants to be the person that brought y'all down unless you're a fuckboy. And the people who listen to my show aren't fuckboys. So, if you listen to the Good Brother Experience, you're an outstanding human being. And if you're a woman listening to this show, just really, I know a lot of guys say that women are only emotionally driven and niggas are so logical but really talk to your man yo like for real with an open ear with a level of understanding of who you're speaking to and not with preconceived notions about how he should be because your fucking bum ass aunt or your bum ass cousin told you how niggas should be fuck them i mean use your own mind i'm fucking i'm gonna be in the forefront of telling everybody to exercise independent thought i mean cultivate your own theorem as far as how you think men should be Speak to your partner and really get to know where he is mentally and why he's so scared. And even if you guys are like two months in, be like, yo, how do you feel about marriage? I mean, just on a real. And they're all going to tell you like, yo, I'm not really trying to get married until I get right. Every single nigga in the world is not trying to get married until he feels as though he's financially able. And a woman will be like, well, you're never going to be financially able. You're never going to be able to do this. You can always ask for help because women, you're allowed to ask for help. The same way you're allowed to eat some coochie. Know what I'm saying? Really, hear me out. Hold on. I know that was a, a little flabbergasting, but fucking hear me out. If you was to tell a guy, yeah, I've eaten pussy before, he won't even blink. Because, yes, there's a double standard in society, right? You can have sex with a girl. You can finger a girl. Do You can have a fucking, you could have gotten out of a four-year relationship with a woman, talk to a nigga, be like, yo, I had a girlfriend for three years and it won't matter. If a nigga tells you he used to suck dick, you know. I don't even have to say it, but you know how you would think and you know how you would feel. Same shit with asking for help. You know what I'm saying? It's easy for you guys to ask mom and ask dad and ask Uncle Tom and Aunt Harry and all this other shit, but niggas is like you look down you look you, you get frowned upon if you ask for help. Now I mean that shit is not dope to not only look less than a man to your peers, but to look less than a man from your woman. And with that being said, I have more emails to get to. We might get to 35 or 40 minutes today because I want to ensure that as the weeks progress, I get to everybody. With that being said, um, I'm going to go to do 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 All right, here we go. Got sniped by Eurobaddy. Woman shooting their shot. Okay, absolutely. Um. I want to say last week or so, I asked you guys to send me an email about a woman shooting their shot, but um, podcasts last forever, so it's very possible that you just heard last week's episode this week, and that's cool. So we're going to get to some of those as well, starting with Brohammington. Call me Brohammington. I'm glad that you guys listened to directions, by the way. At the top of the email, just tell me what to call you, and I got you. What's good, Brother Reek? Call me Brohammington. What's up, bro, Hamilton? Big fan of the show. You've been cooking with heat. Listen to 2.4. And I think more women should shoot their shot. Whilst on my travels through Europe, 
last year, I was approached by this fine Belgian work of art in a coffee shop. We made eye contact, and I can tell instantly she was feeling the kid. She was feeling Bro Hammington. Before I can get up to talk to her, she got up and came over to the table, asking my name, or without hesitation, asked me for my phone number and add her WhatsApp number, and ever so smoothly walked away. So we end up meeting. Hold on, WhatsApp. I thought only Jamaicans used WhatsApp. Everybody use WhatsApp? All right, you learn something every day. Anywho, so we end up meeting the next night, had to do tourist stuff, as you should do in Belgium, and at this chill bar around the block from the Airbnb, and it was lit. She also brought a few of her friends, which was also dope because my homeboy could tag along too. Tried to put him on with one of her friends, but she, I'm sorry, tried to put him on with one of her friends, but she but dude. God damn it. Let me try to piece it together. She tried to put him on one of her friends, but dude was too faded to pick up on the signal. All right, so your friend fumbled the bag. You know what? Nah, I'm going to save that. Anywho. Do, 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 do. Where was I at? Where was I at? There we go. So he drank and drank and drank some more. These Euro chicks are built different. And it was a good time. I mean, Bro Hamilton, the fact that you're having sex with white women, I should close this email out now. But for the sake of the show, and I fuck with you as a listener, I'm going to continue reading this email. But we have to practice better decision making, brethren. Anywho, it was a good time. But now it's like 4 a.m. and I'm trying to make my move. But one of her friends is also trying to drive to the basket as well. Alright, that's what's up. I was so close to a threesome. But I just but it just wasn't meant to be. Her friend was faded and couldn't hang. Took her home, got the kitten several times before passing out. Okay, I thought he was gonna say he didn't fuck either of them. Alright. You did procure the kitten consensually. That's the fuck I'm talking about. Woke up a few hours later, knocked it out again and a few more times. Before it was the time to catch my train downtown to meet my friends at the War Museum. I've had about 10 or so women shoot their shot. This was the best by far. These Euro women just get to the point. They don't play any games. Anyway, I'm being long-winded, but it's truly an experience to remember. Keep up the good work. The content is great, and it gets better with every episode. This is a, a pure inspiration. Sincerely, Bro Hamilton. Bro Hamilton, that is an incredible tale by an incredible male. I'm not going to lie to you. Those are the type of emails I look forward to. And I mean, you're a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? And one of these days, I'm going to ask you guys to email me you're trying to put your man on or missions. I call them missions where it's it's pretty much assembled blind dates to where you have a girl and you ask your girl to bring your friend and you bring your man because you're not a real nigga unless you try to get your man some peace. Let's just call it what it is. So the fact you try to do that, he fun with the bag. That's totally fine. You try to procure the fucking threesome. She fell asleep. You still sealed the deal. You still made sure the cake was baked. You still made sure that you got that kitten. Not once, not twice, but a myriad of times. Just so you can make sure when you came back, because here's another window into our mind, ladies. When we come back from vacation, niggas be like, yo, did you get in the ass? That's just what it is. Fuck it. If you didn't know, now you know now. And I can be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was in Belgium, and shorty came, pulled up on me. You know what I'm saying? We was in the coffee shop, gave her the WhatsApp like I was Jamaican. She linked with me at the Airbnb. She spent the night. I clapped it after the bar. I woke up. I clapped it again before I went to a weird-ass war museum. It was going down in a major way. Bro, Hamilton, you a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? Now, I will say that you did dive into the white kitten, which is forbidden on my show, but you was in Belgium. 
and the fact that you were in uh, Belgium and you sealed the deal and there was a woman that approached you, you get a pass, Bro Hamington. Bro Hamington, you get a pass. Next email. Oh, another shoot your shot. Let's go with this one. Hey, Reek! Exclamation point. This is coming from Lexi. Uh, I usually do not participate in emailing listener letters, but I enjoy listening to them. However, this topic I feel requires my energy. I have never really had a problem with shooting my shot. I will try to feel you out the first time before I go for the slam dunk. LOL. With that being said, I recently met someone while I was in New York for the first time at a gathering. I have never had a strong suit with dealing with men from New York. Just because of cultural differences, I suppose. I am from the South. He seems to be dope. He seems to be a dope individual and very engaging with the crowd. Maybe only because it was his friend's event. My friend and I hit the after party where I knew he was going to be. I attempted to make small talk. However, I don't think he was really paying me any mind. As a group of people we were there was with, I'm sorry, as the group of people we were with was pretty deep. Once we made it into the club, I noticed he was a bit standoffish or something was wrong. I stared at him the entire night with hopes that he would come over and just speak. I don't know what it is about his presence that just made me nervous. Maybe because I couldn't read his energy or something. Before he left, he came over to my friend and I and said his farewells. I knew it was now or never, so I reached out for a hug and rubbed his chest. I explained to him I wasn't from New York and if he had any suggestions. I don't know just small talk. I don't know. I don't know just small talk trying to get his attention. Okay. Let me try to piece that together for you. I don't know if small talk was me just trying to get his attention that's what i'm going to say that you were trying to say anyway long story short he was a very sweet guy i am not sure if he was interested or what i'll be back in new york in a few weeks and i am attempting to shoot my shot again reek you are the person i met at the soul shameless live show i have been interested in you since i heard you on the episode uh how to stop liking somebody on soul shameless and been following ever since. Whether I missed this shot or not, I still think you are a dope brother. Love your show, Lexi. Sent from my work computer with a kiss emoji. Now, Lexi, I am trying to piece together who you are because if I'm reading this email correctly, I believe you're shooting your shot at me. And if memory serves me correct, there was two uh black women that was at the after spot at the soul shameless live show and i did go to reach out uh for a hug and there were some women that did rub my chest two in particular and i believe it was y'all two and uh, i also believe that i told you to download uh what's the move nyc in regards to what to do uh for your stay in new york now unfortunate for me i will not I'm going to have the, how can I say this? I'm going to be in a position to where I'm going to miss out on all the warmth that you probably have to offer uh, any type of man. You're going to give that Southern hospitality. But um, from our very small conversation, Lexi, uh, you were super dope. 
you were super chill your friend was dope as well y'all were great conversationalists although we really spoke uh for a small amount of time but uh sexually um i'm not in a position to where i see you like that i see you as someone who's dope i see you as someone who's brilliant i see you as a beautiful black woman but um i will have to deny your advances of kitten you know what I'm saying? Now, when you come to New York, hit me. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell y'all where to go. Maybe we can get a drink, whatever have you. But if you are shooting your shot at me, Lexi, uh, I'm going to have to respectfully decline only because I'm not worthy of the warmth that you probably have to give to a brother. But if you wasn't talking about me and you're going to shoot your shot again at another nigga that you met at the party, then that's dope. Please go for it. Uh, I'm pretty sure that he's going to be receptive to your advances. But just as of right now, where I'm at mentally, I'm not really looking um for women at this time i mean i'm not gay but as far as doing anything of that nature with a woman my mind is in other places right now because as i told you before i'm in a place of uncertainty and um i'm not really looking to do any of that with anyone right now but i definitely do appreciate your warm love i definitely appreciate your email and when you do come back to new york and you do shoot your shot again i hope that you land for the slam dunk quote unquote if you was not talking about me let me continue. We are 32 minutes and I want to make sure I get to, I'm going to do one more. Yeah, I'm going to do one more. Hey, Reek, with the waving emoji. I am so glad you are back to podcasting. I always enjoy your humor and way of thinking. This show is unique compared to the others. I listen to but this is a great thing i tune in weekly but anyways i took that love language test and i scored seven equally on quality time physical touch and words of affirmation it's definitely true for me i need a good balance of all three and they are equally important to me go ahead and drop that 3.4 this week you got a listener in me drea drea your wish is my command 3.4 is coming out in a major way thank you so much for not only emailing me but Letting me know you took that love language test. And anybody else that took that love language test, let me know what's happening with it. And uh, feel free to send some pictures. I would love to see what you guys are fucking looking like. Let me know what's happening with it. The majority of you guys are looking like strangers. Please make sure you add an email. I'm sorry. Please make sure you add an attachment in the email. I need to see what you're looking like, shoddy. Or some of the homies, we need to get cool. Niggas invite me to OKC and shit. I don't know if I'm fucking talking to the Grim Reaper or not. Let me see what's happening with it. Now I'm saying, um, the OG black man is the Twitter. The OG black man is the Instagram. And to conclude this episode, there's many more emails, but I'm definitely going to need the content for 4.3. Uh, I want to do some shout outs. Shout outs is happening in a major way. Uh, do, 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 do. As I said earlier, I said I'm going to do this on the Twitter. Now I'm saying you got to be quicker than that. All right. We have Cleverly Chloe. Shout out to Chloe. She just moved to Dallas. Hopefully everything is prominent out there. Hopefully you're making a lot of money. Cleverly Chloe. Shout out to you. Uh, please make sure you listen to her show clever coins although she's probably never doing an episode ever again because she's a fucking jive turkey we also have old dirty baby face that's the twitter handle shout out to aki and soulfish we also have nerd nerd bay at soul deep 05 
we have Clifton Horton at C Horton three. That is the Twitter handle. We also have just Alex. We have Alex H two underscores three three six. He specifically wanted me to shout out his podcast, Two Drink Minimum and Culturally Sound. You have two fucking podcasts. That means you're a super dope individual. We have Skip from BK. You know what I'm saying? That nigga's name is some whole other shit. Now I mean? That nigga's name is like Clarence or some shit. But it's all good. He's a stand-up comedian. He's the babyface god. He's definitely making major moves in the city. Make sure you shout. I'm sorry. Make sure you give him a look because he does stand-up comedy. And you should look up one of his shows. We have uh, Empress underscore Glow Up. I mean, shout out to you. Much love to you. You are looking great. You know what I'm saying? We have motherfucking Mahayasin. I'm saying, know what I'm saying? M-A-H-I-A-S-I-N-N. Know what I mean, if you look up our Twitter handle, it's going to tell you Mystic Pussy. Maybe it's Mystic. Maybe it's not. What I will tell you is I loved the beverage when it was out. Uh, we have Dark Knight, N-Y-K. Shout out to a great podcast. Thank you. We have Clerks Me Prefer. We have Dom Peasley. Shout out to shout out to the good brother Donald Peasley. Uh, I mean, he has a show. What's a good guy with my man? Stay focused, LA. That is his Twitter handle. Make sure you look up that podcast once again. It is What's a Good Guy, and the good brother has an episode on that thing. So check me out. Big ups to Shay Mills. The photographer who is everywhere and nowhere at the same time, Shay Mills, Shay the Shooter, is a, a hardworking camera woman that's taking up all the flicks and all that type of shit. You understand that? We have Vince, the show off 22. Now I'm saying big shout out to him. I went to college with him. A deceptive left-handed shooter. Now I'm saying I believe he has a daughter as well. So shout out to you with the parenthood vibes. We have Kadra. Now I'm saying I'm a black girl K. Now I mean we have... God damn it. What type of fucking... I'm sorry. A lazy afternoon underscore. A lazy afternoon underscore. He wanted for me to say shout out to my city Toronto. And you of course love the barbecue podcast. And ladies shooting their shots podcast. I mean I'm here to provide the content brethren. And that being said. That's going to conclude. Uh, 3.4. Uh, be on the lookout for 4.1 and 4.2. That I'll be releasing on Monday. Once again. The Twitter handles are... My Twitter handle, I should say, is the OG Black Man. Um, the Instagram is the OG Black Man. The email is goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com if you want to email me some fuckery. And uh, last but not least, I need you guys, if you guys are utilizing an iPhone or any type of Apple product, to leave me a, rev- a review. Uh, leave me a review. Uh, you can send some notes as well. Now I'm saying, let me know what's happening. Give me those five stars. It's the past to a thousand. I believe I'm at 250 right now. I'm trying to get 1,000 reviews so I can be shown, so I can show that I should be taken seriously and I can be shown off to advertisers so I can start making some motherfucking money. That being said, everybody, I hope everyone enjoys their weekend. Uh, this was 3.4. Um, and I'll be back on Monday with two episodes with content for that ass. With that being said, holla at your boy when you see me in the street. 100.